Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Do you believe now? That's what I want to know. I want to know if you believe now, because I believe in the Pelicans. I've always believed in the Pelicans. We had our faults, we've had our stumbles, but I believe. Things are coming together, slowly but surely. This is the Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm Ryan Jado. Let's get down to business. All right, so like I said, we're going to get down to business here. The Pelicans beat the Mavericks 131-110. to We got our revenge. I was telling everybody I needed to see this exact kind of score from the Pelicans. I needed to see someone come out with some energy. And Herb Jones came out with that energy. Najee Marshall came out with that energy. I loved everything about what I saw last night because it showed that we are resilient and that we can have a little bit of fun and get a little bit of revenge. We needed revenge against the Dallas Mavericks. They came on our home court the first game of our homestead and whooped us, absolutely embarrassed us. So I am so excited that we showed some pizzazz, some guts, some gall, and we were able to get out there and embarrass them on our skeleton court. Shout out to that beautiful purple court, by the way. Love that thing. Super fun. I went to the game last night, brought my girlfriend to her first game ever. We had an absolute blast. I do have some gripes about how much things are priced at the Smoothie King Center, but that's outside of the Pelicans. I love everything about being in that environment. All the colors, even though it is kind of like Mardi Gras colors, it is and it's not because it's not Mardi Gras season. And the purple and green just feels different. I don't know. If you were there and you experienced it, you kind of get what I mean. And then they also gave out the really cool skeleton chain, which I love, which is going to be a staple during Mardi Gras and probably every time I go to a game at this point. But I just loved it. I loved everything about that game last night. I loved how we competed. We came out fast and we came out ready to prove. We won the first quarter. 33-26, 33-26, to 26, the second quarter, 37-28, to 28, and then the all-important third quarter, the quarter where we've had our biggest falls, the biggest beef on Twitter about everybody's at each other's throats about this third quarter, and we win 44-31. to 31. I just, I loved it. I saw ball movement. I saw people trying on both ends of the floor. I saw people rebounding, and finally, for once, I saw... Zion and Brandon understanding when each player kind of needs to get going. I saw Brandon taking less dribbles and making more fast-paced moves, quicker decisions. I loved that out of him. Zion is understanding his faults and trying his best to do everything he can on the floor besides score right now. He even said post-game that he's a little ways away from being who he considers Zion Williamson. And that taking a backseat means that he's forming a new role for himself in a way that can be very, very effective. And right now, that's driving the basketball and kicking it out. Are his hops back yet? No. We, we've we seen that. Are his handles back yet? Not entirely. And he does apparently have that really deep cut on his right hand. So that makes his handles a little bit shaky. But... His burst of speed is still absolutely there. And for someone who is that big and can move that fast, it's incredible. So having him drive and kick has been a revelation, and it needs to happen way more often. 
And as that happens, more people will cheat out and give him space to go to work. So a lot of good things happening. Of course, Hawk going crazy. I, I mean, I just can't believe what we're seeing out of him. And look, Justin over at Propel's Talk has said it. A lot of people are saying it. Jordan Hawkins kind of looks like Steph Curry. Are we saying he's going to be unanimous MVP? No. But the way he comes off of screens, launching threes, is very Steph slash JJ Redick. Two incredible shooters. Guys that just know how to get their shoulders square, even when they're on the run. It's an incredible talent to witness live as well. To see how much work he does off the ball has been absolutely incredible. When you're watching on TV, you kind of go where the camera wants you to go. But when you're out there watching live from the game, you just get a whole new perspective about how much he works off the ball and his cardio. His cardio is just incredible, as as it is for a lot of young guys coming into the league. I think that's something that they all know is part of playing these longer seasons and that there's something they work on. And Jordan Hawkins said last night in his presser, he knows he's supposed to be here. He knows he belongs. And I, you know, I, I think he absolutely belongs. I think he belongs playing, what, 25 minutes a game. I think him playing 25 minutes a game preserves CJ's body for the playoffs. Because we do need CJ McCollum. Jordan Hawkins isn't the, okay, we don't need CJ button anymore. That's not, that's not the button you push when you see Jordan Hawkins playing so well. You say, okay, now CJ doesn't have to work as hard. He can come in, be incredibly efficient, and then Jordan Hawkins can take the reins from the three-point line. But CJ has that in-between game that is very, very good. He's got the leadership that's very good. He's got the ball handling and the point guard sort of mentality that's going to really help us down the line. So absolutely still need CJ and it's just a blessing that we finally have someone that can relieve him of his duties for a little bit so that he can rest I feel like we get down to the last 20 or so games and guys like CJ are banged up and they're still playing and finally we just have rotations that can give people breaks so no one has to play 38 minutes a game I want to give a huge shout out to Najee Marshall he had 16 points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks, five of nine from the field, one of four from three, but I loved every single three that he took, and then five of five from the free throw line. I just feel like we missed our enforcer. We missed our energizer. He's long. He's a above-average defender, so he can give Herb Jones a break, but he also can throw magnificent passes, great lobs, and I just feel like he's so important to our culture as the Pelicans team. So it was just refreshing to see him out there coming off of a very scary knee injury where we thought he was done for the year in the preseason. So for him to come back and be so effective, and I thought he was effective in the first Dallas game. So to come back and be so effective and to be so fun to watch out there was so great for me, for all the fans, for our team. He just gets everybody excited to be out there and excited to play. And that's something that we've missed. We've missed that energy. We've missed that spark. It's the same thing that Jose brings. So we're getting Jose back soon. We got Najee Marshall. Of course, Trey Murphy is getting ready to take his year three. Yeah, year three leap. I'm just excited about everything the future has for these Pelicans. Now, we have some tough games coming up. We're playing Denver. 
Denver's coming into our house and it's going to be terrifying. But we need to do our job. We need to stay undefeated on the skeleton court. And we need to win that game. They embarrassed us. We were up 20 points in Denver against them. And they came back and won that game by, what, 20 points or whatever it was. They embarrassed us. So we need to have that same exact type of revenge mentality against them come Friday night. It's a Friday night. I need the Smoothie King Center absolutely packed, standing room only, people watching at bars around the city. It's a bye week for the Saints. It absolutely needs to be a Pelicans, Pelicans, Pelicans weekend in New Orleans. I need every single local news station to talk about the Pelicans playing Denver. This is our time to put our season back on track and get some kind of momentum going into this rest of the year. And I know it's early, but these games, especially for the in-season tournament, have shown to... Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Matter a lot more than what I thought and what a lot of people were thinking. So I'm just so excited after that win last night for us to bring that momentum into Denver. A team that we always play so close. If you've been watching us since the Zion era, really, we've played Denver very close. The, the games have always been so competitive and fun and respectful. So I'm just so excited to see what we can do on Friday. I'm thinking I might have to go to that game too. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. But I'm just, I'm pumped about Najee coming back, like I said, and and Dyson too. I want to I want to give a shout out to Dyson. Dyson's been incredible. He's been a gem to watch. He had 10 points, two rebounds, six assists, three steals. And he was four for 10 and two for five from field goal and three. I just love it. It, it, Having Dyson and Herb out there on defense is just locked down. It very much reminds me of one, Drew Holiday and Lonzo when they were playing really great perimeter defense, but also when Lonzo went to Chicago before he hurt his knee and was playing tandem defense with Alex Caruso, who is, as we know, probably one of the best defenders in the NBA. But those two, Herb and Dyson, they're so long and athletic and their IQ is so high it almost makes me want to keep them as a starting unit. And I know that is a little bit controversial because CJ's out and CJ is such an important part of what the Pelicans do. But having that defensive duo out there is so prolific and it could only get better. And I I know it's not going to happen, but it does make me think of the possibilities. And I do think that in times of need, we should absolutely be having them on the court for... 15 minutes a game together but that's just my opinion on those two guys obviously I think we're gonna have CJ back in there but I think they're I think they're probably the best defensive duo in the NBA hands down all right so enough about last game I do want to talk about the in-season tournament just a little bit though we have a record of one and one currently and the Denver Nuggets are in the lead with a 2-0 record for our group 
I did find out that it is tiebreakers, at least, are based on points. So we have some work to do. Thankfully, Memphis is 0-2 in the tournament, and the Mavericks are now 1-2. So this is a very important game on Friday if we want to do anything in this in-season tournament. And I also want to remind you that if you go to our in-season tournament home games, you're automatically put into a chance to win $10,000. So if you go to these, I guess these two and then we win it all so i guess that we would go to i don't know how many home games we would have if we made it all the way to the end and i don't know what counts as a home game in vegas so i guess maybe just three or four home games but if you go to all of them you get an extended chance to win ten thousand dollars if we win the whole thing which i think would be amazing and awesome so that's something to look forward to but i just love everything about the in-season tournament right now and the games that are being played they are fiery they are competitive they are emotional and that's exactly what the league wanted and that's something that I didn't think that we were going to get we go through last night's slate of games and you see a lot of very highly competitive games like the Pacers and the 76ers played an incredible game where Tyrese Halliburton had 33 points and 15 assists and assists and Joel Embiid went off he had 39 points I mean just a lot of really great matchups and really great teams going at it we had the Hawks and the Pistons playing against each other last night the Heat and the Hornets played against each other I mean every every game yesterday was an in-season tournament game and if you didn't see what happened at the in the very beginning of the Timberwolves and Warriors game you're missing out because Draymond Green had Rudy Rudy Gobert in a full-on rear naked choke so just an incredible slate of games, something that, of course, no one expected, but everyone is cherishing right now. So be on the, the lookout and be on the know for tickets to any home game for the Pelicans during the in-season tournament because you want to get your foot in the door to winning $10,000 if we win it all. And I think there is a chance that we could win it all. Obviously, like I said previously, Zion isn't zion right now but he's enough to get us over the hump and brandon is brandon brandon ingram is brandon ingram he is shooting the highest percentage on mid-range shots for any player in the association right now who has at least 50 mid-range attempts he's at 50 percent. so take that however you want but i'm just really excited about everything that's happening like i said with the in-season tournament and it's going to be fantastic on friday Last but not least, obviously, do not take any financial advice from me. These are just fun opinions about betting in the NBA. Herb Jones finally hit two threes for the first time in a game since, like, the first four games. Now, I do think he's going to be taking less of them, but I still am going to continue to hammer that every single game because I just feel like it's going to pay off in the long run. With Zion's comments about him not really feeling like Zion lately, I'm going to start taking the unders on points, under 22 points, and the overs on rebounds and assists. I think his rebounds and assists are a little low right now. So if you take the over four or five for both of them, I would feel very safe about it. Brandon Ingram seems like he's in an incredible groove. He's, like I said prior, he's playing incredibly well. So I'm going to start taking some overs on Brandon Ingram. And I'm going to let you guys know how those bets go throughout the the season. There are a lot of moving parts of the Pelicans right now, which makes it very hard to 
it's a bet. So like I said, I'm just throwing some numbers out there. Do not take my advice to heart. Please make your own decisions and bet responsibly. But those are some of the numbers that I'm looking at. Jonas's minutes have gone down a little bit. So the double-double streak is a little bit in jeopardy. I don't know what I want to do with that yet, but I'm leaning towards betting unders for his points and rebounds, even though he is a rebound machine because he gets a lot of his own misses. I'm just going to, I'm thinking about putting unders. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Ryan at Ryan Talks Hoops, you can see what I'm betting on and you can follow me if you want. Like I said, this is just fun numbers and opinions. Please bet responsibly. Pelicans fans, we have so much to look forward to, really. It is the first, what, 11 or 12 games, and we're playing better in certain facets every game. We're correcting the small mistakes. Guys are coming back from injury. The glue guys are here. I'm excited. And I said this after our last loss. I was still excited. And this season is the season that we are going to make a run, and guys are going to be healthy. I just know it. It just feels different. Our problems feel different for the first time in a long time. It's more about getting the players that we have to work and not getting players to play out of their position. And that's a good problem to have. We want guys to figure it out with the talent that we have, which I think is top five or top 10. I'm going to say top five in the NBA. We have top five talent on our team. Getting to a point where we figure out how to use it is a much better problem to have than guys being injured and having to tell Jose Alvarado that he needs to score 25 points a game in order for us to win. I love where we're at. I love the the game of figuring out how to make guys work and how to get things done with the group that we got. Because the group that we got, for the most part, for better or worse, they all get along with each other. They have fun in practice. I know that most of y'all don't get to see practices, but for people who do get to see practices, you can just tell that the vibes are good when we're practicing and we're running things together. And a lot of these guys hang out off the court. I know for a fact that Najee, B.I., and Jose are an incredible trio. I know that Zion is in constant contact with people. He's been in the city more than he's been in a long time. So I'm just excited And I'm thankful for this team. And I'm thankful for the health that we've had so far. And I hope it continues. And I hope to see as many of you as I possibly can in the Smoothie King Center on Friday. Because that is the biggest game of our season so far. And we need to show up and show out. It's a Friday night, people. Let's get after it. Thank you all so much for listening. You can find this podcast on wherever you find podcasts. And the live shows are coming soon. I'm just figuring out the logistics of getting a camera, getting audio, and, of course, my beautiful face. I just can't wait to show it to you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Ryan Jado. This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.